Hello there, fantasy enthusiasts. This is J.K. Noble, author and illustrator of Hail, a young adult fantasy novel series. And today, I'm going to share with you the secret of how to write a lovable villain. Now, what makes a villain so wonderfully cruel and yet so lovable at the same time? The answer is easy. And I'm going to share with you in just three simple steps. Number one, origin story. As we've learned watching movies based on comic books and TV shows like Once Upon a Time, every villain needs an origin story. We as readers and consumers want to know why this character became the villain anyway. Origin stories are good because it shows the audience that this person wasn't born evil. Something traumatic happened to them to make them think that they should behave maliciously to have the life they believe they deserve. It's so important to show your readers that your villains are like everyone else. They bleed. But there is such a strong difference between the hero and the villain and it is this. Both the hero and villain are going to go through some type of suffering. The hero positively learns from this pain and uses what they've learned to help others, while the villain on the other hand uses their pain to act out or to use as an excuse to do whatever it is that they want to do. A true hero always does what they think is right even if it does not benefit them, especially when it is most difficult to do. The villain will not do this, and when given the chance, they will do what best benefits themselves. Step 2. Now we're going to add some admirable qualities. Why do we love bad boys or bad girls? Because they're charismatic, they're stunning, they have a way of speaking, captivating, they're wild and free, seductive, they're good lovers, etc, etc. This might be a good trait to add when creating your villain. Take, for example, Damon Salvatore of the Vampire Diaries. Even when we knew he was no good, we just had to love his charm anyway. However, there is more to a person than how they portray themselves. Yes, there is charm, refinement, and romance, but who is your character underneath all this flair? Where is their soft spot? Who will they die for? What does their heart bleed for? What are their passions? What makes them cry? Do they help others? When? Why? And how? Answer these questions and you will find yourself falling for your villain in no time. Step 3. Justify their evil. Sometimes we are all pushed into a corner that would end up corrupting our core beliefs for the sake of survival. Why does your character feel like he or she needs to do something terrible to survive? Who backed them up against the wall? Why is there no better solution than to act maliciously? If they are not protecting themselves, could it be that they are protecting their families or loved ones instead? Or perhaps they feel that they are beyond saving and this is why they would rather do whatever they please as a cry for help. There are millions of motives for your character to act as a villain. Whatever the reason is, find it. Every action must be justified so your audience can find a way to pardon your villain for their crimes. Oftentimes, authors, especially fantasy authors, will write their villain as physically handsome to get the reader to fall for them. And this is not always the case. You do not have to fall for a handsome villain just because they're handsome. 
yet lack all of the personality that it takes to be likable. For example, Beauty and the Beast. I know it's cliche, but we assume that the Beast is the villain of the story. Meanwhile, we later learn that the true villain is Gaston, a very handsome, charming gentleman. And while the, while the Beast was flawed with numerous anger problems, <laughs> underneath all that pain was kindness, compassion, a truly good human being. Gaston, on the other hand, had no depth. He was just a very egotistical man who enjoyed to eat a dozen eggs and flirt with beautiful women. And if he could not have a beautiful woman that he so desired, he would go so far as to threaten them. Another great example is from the movie Strange Magic, which is a cute animation. If you haven't watched it, I suggest you watch it unless you do not like musicals, which this is a musical. It's very similar to the Beauty and the Beast, where the Bog King is in comparison to the Beast, and Prince Roland is in comparison to Gaston. The Bog King is the original villain of the story until we learn his origin story, the pain behind his suffering, and his true motives, which actually were not malicious. When given the chance, he showed that he was an actually admirable character and did not want anything bad to happen to the main characters. The point was the Ba King was ugly. Compared to Prince Roland, he was not an attractive dude. In the end, that did not matter. That did not make up for his personality to be so, so, so handsome, and yet he was a crap person. No. Your villain does not need to be beautiful. Your main character does not need to be beautiful. First of all, everybody views beauty very differently. I was once reading, not too long ago, I was reading a book. I'm not going to give you the title, but the author, you could tell that she very much liked a crew-cutted gentleman with blonde hair and tight rippling muscles. He was meant to be the main character, the hero of the story, and his personality sucked. In every scene, in every chapter, we were reminded of his beautiful crew cut, his blonde hair, and his big rippling muscles almost cutting through his shirt. This was such a weird fantasy novel that I even had to skip a lot of inappropriate scenes. But I could tell the author had a great deal of enjoyment writing them. <laughs> the point of what I'm trying to make is that you might want to focus on the fact that your villain is beautiful. You know, they have symmetrical features or whatever it is that you believe beauty is. Yet, blonde crew cuts just don't do it for everybody. And their physical appearance is not going to make them likable. Your readers will do the best they can in imagining what your characters look like, but their looks will be so much enhanced or even become more beautiful once they learn the kind of person that they are. What kind of novel are you writing about? Who are your villains? Who are your main characters? What makes your villains lovable? Did this help you? You can always let me know in jknoble.com in the contact section. Or if you prefer, leave me an email at support at jknoble.com. You can find me on all social medias. My username is at jknobleauthor.
You could find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Divine Art, and YouTube for some really cool writing vlogs and digital art tutorials. My book, Hail the Rise of the Griffins, is available for purchase right now in all stores. It's 99 cents on Amazon Kindle. And if you would like to pre-order, the, the physical copy will be available on November 2nd. And if you pre-order, be sure to let me know. Send me your proof of purchase at, at support at jakeynoble.com and you will get a 15-minute virtual meet and greet with me where I could answer any of your questions. You will also get the free digital copy, a free signed digital artwork of my creation. You can check out my artwork on Art Pal, Fine Art America, Divine Art on my website, jknoble.com and hailfantasynovel.com. If you want to learn more about the Hail series, check out that website, hailfantasynovel.com for book trailers, trading cards where you could get to meet the characters. You can also learn about the fantasy world in which Hail takes place. Um, you could learn about the all the creatures in the novel all the superpowers in the novel and have it your own adventure through the interactive map all my creators keep writing keep creating stay in that flow and soon you will get where you need to go thank you so much this is jk noble